0: I hear you say all that and I I remember it vividly because all of those things we started to do like even when you say it and just hearing it again it just brings so much happiness uh, inside of me to hear it again just even saying the boot camps that first challenge we ran yeah uh, and that that chronology of everything we had did to lead up this point it's it's, uh, it always makes me happy to look back on it
1: Welcome to the Find Your Strong Podcast. I'm Jennifer Van barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm gonna give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Hey guys, oh, welcome back to the show on today's episode. I'm super excited because I'm talking to my husband. <laughs> Finally, he is coming on the podcast and we're chatting about everything, how we began, how we started our business and, and what we had to do to get to where we are today. And we had a lot of struggle, especially at the beginning, but our struggle is now our strengths. And uh yeah, we just have a really raw conversation of um what we've done together, how we've done it, uh what we've had to work through, what we've had to say no to and um i hope this is the first of many podcasts. He has he has committed to at least 2 a month with me because uh i don't know if a lot of you guys know, but we have started our own strong certification program. It's called our strong formula certification and we take trainers. Um, and coaches, and we teach them how to take their clients through a successful body transformation and grow their business online. Um, and we've done our first pilot, which has been extremely successful. We're actually in week 10. We have 30 trainers in this first cohort. We're launching another one in January. So Vince is going to be coming on here a lot more and talking business, talking how to grow your business grow an online business so he will be coming on a couple times a month sharing more tips on that right now this is just our story it's our love story it's our business story i hope you get a lot out of it Um, one takeaway is learn to say no to things that don't align with your beliefs and values and be okay with listening to your burning desire inside and follow your passion. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoy today's podcast. If you do, please take a screenshot, share it, please tag us. Vince is at Vinnypay, and I am at coach underscore JVB on Instagram. Share it with a friend. Share it with your partner if you are in business with your partner. <laughs> Um, we are a rare breed and we need to all support each other. Anyways, enjoy the podcast and I will chat with you soon. Welcome back to the show, guys. Today we have some exciting news. We are celebrating 50 episodes. And what better way to celebrate this milestone than with my husband and business partner, Vince Pay, joining me today? Thanks for clearing your schedule for me, finally. <laughs>
0: thank you for having me (laughs) thanks for your patience
1: we're currently in separate rooms in our house and we're recording on zoom we think this would be the the best way to do it rather than sitting side by side how do you feel about this Vince
0: Uh, it does feel weird especially (laughs) since we're looking at each other on zoom (laughs) but I'm ready to go uh it's overdue for us to share this story on your podcast
1: yeah I thought um you know, it's the perfect time, you know, it's, uh, 50 episodes. I think this is like, everything works out for a reason. So this is the perfect time to share our story. We get a lot of questions because, you know, of where we are now, we have, we own strong fitness magazine together. We, um, are both the founders of team, strong girls, body transformation coaching. You sort of stood in the background for a while, but you're finally sort of coming to the surface. And a lot of people see, you know, our life with two beautiful boys and, you know, um, our home and and all of that, but not a lot of people know our backstory and we've shared it a few times now. uh, And even when I think back, I, I still get emotional about it. I don't know if you feel the same way, Um, but I think it's
0: actually, I feel really emotional as you reiterated everything that's happened in those first few sentences We own Strong Fitness Magazine. Weird to hear, uh, especially since you know how much I love fitness magazines. I've been collecting them since a decade before I even met you. Um, But it's it's weird yet serendipitous at the same time that (laughs) uh, we are here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I I tell, I tell people this as, as, um, just a little funny piece of information. Every time I lose you in a store, you know, whether it's like Indigo, Walmart, wherever we are shoppers, drug mart, I know where to find you. You're always in the magazine section, just checking out all the latest fitness magazines. You love car magazines. You just love the magazine world. And here we are now.
0: (laughs) So strange.
1: So let's go back a little bit. Um, well, we first met in the supplement industry, so we were both working for a supplement company. You had come from muscle tech, so we were we didn't meet at muscle tech, but share a little bit about how you started in this industry just so we wow. get your backstory
0: well i I was a bodybuilding fan never competed uh, I, I loved fitness, I loved the training. I got into um a little bit of bodybuilding as a fan. Uh, Some bodybuilding friends of mine uh, at the gym that I had met. And when you go down the rabbit hole, talking about everything in terms of how to develop your body, the the, the mental strength it takes to be consistent on this path, it it led me to a number of bodybuilding shows that I just could not stop attending. (laughs) I started meeting more and more people. My cousin, George, shout out to George, if you're going to listen to this, um, from San Francisco was equally as big of a body fel- bodybuilding fan as I was. Uh, we just started going to the Mr. Olympia bodybuilding show and convention as a family vacation every single year. Uh, and at the same time, because of my love for bodybuilding, um, we talked about this in Strong Formula. There, there was a newspaper ad back in the 90s that went out from Muscle Tech looking for uh, marketing copywriters. Um, this is while I was working uh, at the at a bank uh, in a management position. Not really, really good job at the time. But my my obsession and interest was entirely in fitness. And when I saw this newspaper ad, my my resume went out there, left, right, center. It kept it kept going. I, I never heard back from them. I I just didn't have the uh, I guess the 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 marketing experience for one. It was a marketing mm-hmm. position. Um, and, and the ironic thing is I ran into a friend, uh, Scott Welch, at the Mr. Olympia bodybuilding show, um, a good friend of mine. We, we, we ran into each other, it was like, I think it was the second year when he saw me and it, it was a surprise and, and he said, my God, I cannot believe you're here. This is crazy. We, we should get together uh, in a few weeks uh, just to talk. I, I wanna hear more about why you're here. And then uh, yeah, the, re- the rest of the history, I went in for an interview. Um, and it, I keep looking back at it because anybody who's worked with me there, like getting into the company, if you, if you get into the company, it's the most fun interview you could ever have because you just talk about bodybuilding and fitness. And from there, it's, it just, it's it just a determination whether or not you're a good fit. And that's how I ended up in the industry. So a little, little long story of, of how I got in as a first step. And then I guess the, the rest is history. <laughs>
1: That's so awesome. I I, I remember you, you've you told me this, uh, you've told me this story a lot, but uh, it just shows, you know, how, how your passion and just like your, your love for something can actually turn into something if, if, if you make it happen I mean, for I, yourself.
0: I, I was relentless in the pursuit of getting a job in that company. Um, so, I mean, I said resume after resume and yeah, I, I never gave up. I just did not think that the entrance into that industry—I I should have realized at the time—would uh, start with me just attending something, um, you know, outside of my comfort zone. To travel to mm-hmm. Las Vegas uh, multiple times uh, to network, uh, just to see people, to go in there as a fan w- would lead to really where, where we are today.
1: And and you ended up landing a pretty amazing like dream job because <laughs> <Yeah>. you were <laughs> you. No, I, you I
0: were, yeah, yeah. I, I did not get the marketing job I was applying for. I ended up with a position in a department called athlete relations. So, when they called me in for the second interview, I said, well, We have two options for you. We have a, a marketing position, so what you want, so you'd be writing, copywriting the ads, which is ironically my love now. And the other opportunity is to work in the athlete relations department where you would help coordinate. Uh, and manage photo shoots and our our athletes on roster. So we were talking about uh, professional bodybuilders that I was massive fan of, of fitness, fitness models and fitness athletes that I'd followed in, in in the Robert Kennedy publications, Muscle Mag and Oxygen. I was like, well, I think I think it's obvious <laughs> which job I'm gonna <laughs> pursue. It. And uh, through through athlete relations, I had the wonderful experience of meeting really meeting all of my heroes back then and actually having a personal relationship with them just because of the job I was in. It was was literally a dream come true.
1: Yeah, and and you worked there for a few years, and then... You ended up coming over to wellnex, was which was the company that I was working for. It was another supplement company. I'm actually having uh, Brad Woodgate, who's the owner of Wellnex, come on my podcast next week. So um it's funny how that worked out. But, uh, you came over just because you were like a you made a name for yourself in that athlete relation world. And I remember when I was working at Wellnex, like everybody was like talking about you and they wanted you. They sort of, I mean, I don't, I don't think you were working with muscle tech anymore, but they found you, they brought you over and and that's why, that's when you started working at Wellnex and you worked in the athlete relation part, athlete relation department there as well.
0: Yeah. I I like to leave an impression. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could honestly say, I, how, as a fan, how can you not love that job? Um, I like to think that, and I'm, I'm sure. I guess with social media, that there, there actually isn't a need for that type of position anymore. There's agencies. There's there's so many ways to get in touch with an athlete through social media. But I I, I, I like to think that, that back then that that position it was so crucial to any company doing marketing in the in the sports nutrition world. Um, and again, as a fan, how can you not love that position? Uh, being able to work or connect with some of the some some insane names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And even and and what you did in both companies is one of the things that you did there was also tr- body transformations. Like you would source out athletes to participate in a transformation for one of the supplements. And that's sort of how we started working close closer together um was that whole body transformation world. Can you chat about that a little bit?
0: Right. Uh, so my job in athlete relations, uh, a, a big part of it was to find candidates for weight loss, with Eric Ledean from lean bodies consulting, worked with him very closely, um, you know, g- getting the athletes lined up for him, uh, to do his transformation, uh, mm-hmm. magic, uh, fitness nutrition, we did a lot of 12 and 16 week transformations. Um, and, just, and again, I, I I credit a lot of my position right now to a lot of people that I work with because I really in this industry, I really got to work with the best of the best. And if you sit with Eric, even just for a few minutes to talk anything, fitness, nutrition, you're walking away with so much education. I, I, I had the privilege to sit with my main man for a while, uh, traveled together, and again, can, can continue to even get closer after uh, our respective jobs in, in, in the company. So um, I carried that business over uh, as a solopreneur uh, long after my uh, employment with these sports supplement companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when we started working together. Right? Yeah. I, I, would still find, I would still source athletes for a number of different companies through contractual work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what better opportunity? Was it to have my girlfriend at the time who was studying nutrition and a master personal trainer to have you do the transformations with me? And really, that's, that's, (laughs) I always look back at that and think, oh man, what, what, that is so cool how, how we ended up doing that together.
1: Yeah. And we ended up doing that together because I mean, when I don't, I, I know you remember this day, but in Wellnex, I guess you had been there for
0: a year. Yeah, we we, we lasted uh, almost a year, a little more than a year before, before, before the big, yeah, (laughs) we We, we won't talk about that.
1: We won't talk about that. But anyways, there was some downsizing and the company, um, we we were let go with about 40 other employees in the company. Uh, And so I think
0: it was 60. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, 40. And then maybe another 20 (laughs) later on. But it was, it was, It was a major, major downsize. And this is when we had first started our relationship. Like we just just got together. And all of a sudden, the two of us were Uh, jobless. (laughs) Jobless. Yeah. No money to our names, basically. Because I mean, at that time, I was in my 20s and I was partying and I was just living paycheck to paycheck, not really even thinking of like something like this could happen first of all um you had been married before you're just getting back on your feet um through you know your divorce mm-hmm. and like wow like that's how we started like we we basically <laughs> started our relationship like that
0: well, and we, we started the relationship uh well we really fostered the relationship uh, jobless yeah <laughs> but but if you think about the time we spent together, it's a magical time, I and mean, we we had a little bit of money to uh, get us through our day, but we
1: spent a lot of time We loved each other. Oh man. <laughs> we did. Like, how do i say
0: that without being corny. we we, yeah. we we were attached at the hip. remember we did that lost marathon? <laughs> we yeah, lost. We for, lost. <laughs> five days in a we, row. Uh, yeah, that, that's the, uh, looking bad. Kind of embarrassing to admit but you know what i, I wouldn't trade that time in the world I, I really got to got to know you and uh, you know there there are glimpses during that time of, this is this is this is the girl i want to spend the rest of my life with
1: we definitely had a lot of time to connect and get to know each other better that's for sure yeah, and,
0: <laughs> and, and, and just i think the, the longer we stayed unemployed it really uh, it really pushed us forward hey okay it's time to get serious yeah, it's time yeah. to find a career and Um, it it took, it took us a a little bit to figure out what, not only what we were passionate about, but also what we can do to make this a a career.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like I, I remember thinking, like, I remember knowing somehow, I think I told you this, but I remember knowing somehow, like we were going to do something really good together. Like I, I remember really like believing in you and you, you, you've always had these like big ideas. And I remember just listening to you and saying like, okay, this, even though our situation right now is really shitty, like we were living in your parents' basement, no Mm. money. I I like had this like belief inside, you know, I really did. Um, I know that it took us a little bit because I mean, I, I still had to find a job and I found a job selling laser (laughs) toners. (laughs) Um, it wasn't my dream job. That's for sure. You had to drive me, we only had one car, so you had to drive me all the way to Mississauga every single day and then come pick me back up.
0: <laughs> oh, well, well, I did financial planning. Um, yeah. Like half of that being um, insurance, uh, life insurance. So talking about, uh, again, again, the importance of life insurance, but it, they're really morbid conversations. Definitely nothing that lit me up. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, I think at that point you were just sort of like wanting to find, like, we both found love in each other and we were like trying to find a way to build a life together. Um, that was maybe more secure because we're listening to our parents, you guys, you know what, you need to have something secure. And this was that thing for you. Um, and for me, I was, you know, I don't know what I was doing, but I was selling laser toners making okay money at the time, but it definitely was not my dream. Um, but you know, yeah,
0: I think I think the interesting lesson there is, yeah, it, we found love and we we were determined to make it work. Mm-hmm. But the path we chose at the time was stability. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, was, for us, stability does not mean fulfillment. Yeah, uh, and I think we 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 went down that road for a couple of years. Um, and going down the stability road actually caused more problems for
1: us. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it, it caused us to drift apart. Um, yeah. You can't have two passionate, um, too passionate, and, and visionary type of individuals uh, put into a position of stability. Because I, I mean, truth be told, you and I are, are, in terms of jobs, we are unemployable.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we we are super unemployable, and... <laughs> and there's nothing
0: wrong with that. If for anybody that's listening, if you're an entrepreneur, I think I think you're you're going to really. Uh, understand what that term means there there's too much inside of you to be uh, locked into a place of uh, stability when uh, deep down uh, an entrepreneur in my opinion is visionary
1: absolutely and I and at that time it was like okay like I was taking the toner job basically to like um, make ends meet with both of our bills at the time because you you weren't really getting paid for your um like studying life insurance like I mean, the, was- the payment
0: the payment was good to uh sign a policy but yeah. it, it is determined on sales and as i mentioned previously it is nothing that lit me up it, it yeah it was, it was quite the opposite of of who i am hmm. uh again to talk about stability and safety but like, of course i believe it but to talk about stability and safety in a manner of loss <laughs> like uh, losing, losing a loved one's life uh, there's nothing I could do on a day in and day out basis.
1: Mm-hmm, it, was, mm-hmm. it, just for more, me, it just wasn't for me. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a happier person than that. Like in general. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, that, it was a really tough time. Like you, we, I remember not even having enough money for gas. Cause we were driving all the way from Scarborough to Mississauga every day for my job. You're coming to pick me up. There's some days I would take the, the, the go, the go train or the the home, but that was like a two hour trek. Um, I remember our lowest point was when we literally only had $20 left between us. Um, (laughs) it McDonald's miracle. Yeah. The McDonald's miracle. Like we, we had partied funny enough. We mustered up enough money to go out and party.
0: (laughs) Um, Bad, bad life decisions.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you're in that, when you're, when you're it's like you, when we look back on it now, it's like, we were, we were depressed. And that was the only way that we thought that we could have a little bit of fun. Right. So like, that was a priority to us to have a little bit of fun on the weekend. And we spent all our money. I remember like, you know, hung over the next day, we literally only had $20 left between the two of us. And we spent it at McDonald's for a meal
0: you know, to me, that, that entire lesson was, it, it, to me, it was a blessing because it was a lesson in my first, in me understanding what imposter syndrome really meant. And, and it, we, were, we were both, we both had uh, visions of what this wonderful future could look like, uh, but we were scared to take that first step and reverted back to our comfort zone, which was, mm-hmm. Going out and you know not make not making that first step uh, with the goals you've proceeded and yeah again that that like of all places McDonald's food we, we do not eat um, spending all our money there just to have a meal It's um, just really saying hey this is it um, this this is the last straw tomorrow we are taking charge of our life yeah. we we like let's 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 not look at step one hundred let's look at step yeah. one. And that step one was really saying no to the next week.
1: Well, the last straw was actually like realizing we had no money and I had to call my younger <laughs> brother and ask him for $500 just to get by for the next two weeks. Oh, right. That was, that was my lowest. Cause my brother is like four years younger than me. You know, he, he was in finance. He had a, a stable job. He, he was working at TELUS. He's still working at TELUS. He's the director at TELUS now, but like he was more stable than me. And this was my younger brother who always looked up to me my entire life. So that was like, that was hard to call him and ask him for $500 and then just tell him that I'll I'll promise that I would pay him back. And I did pay him back, but still like, that was, that was our lowest time. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I, I, from my side, I was in my lowest time. was, you know, having to look at you thinking, if I don't take step one, I lose the love of my life. And the, the vision that was in my head of us having this happily ever after, um, you know, you, you you can keep saying to yourself, "I'll do it later," "I'll do it later," "I'll do it later," but the longer you say, "I'll do it later," it's everything's going to catch up to you. Yeah, that was my that was that was my big takeaway and why I try to move fast forward with a lot of the decisions I make, um, almost to a point where. Holy crap, is changing his mind again about something or is doing something new? Um, That that moment to me is is why I always kind of choose to continue moving forward.
1: Hey, I just wanted to take a little one-minute pause and share with you that this episode is brought to you by my sponsors, Pura Vita Labs, makers of my very favorite protein powder. Go to pvl.com to get 20% off your purchase using my code STRONGGIRLS20, all one word, all caps. That's pvl.com and discount code STRONGGIRLS20. That's really one we started to say no to things and it like it really was you that that said no we're not doing this anymore like we have we have a 9 year gap between us you had been through a lot more than than me like looking back now you know i was still in my 20s i mean still old older than you know i see people in their 20s already running their own businesses like i was i i still should have been doing more um but just to give you guys just like a a sense of where we were um it was it was really Vince that said like we're not doing this anymore, and then I I had to be the one to make the decision and be like okay, I'm either going to keep doing it and then we break up or I'm going to make this work because I absolutely love you, and that's what I chose.
0: <laughs> I, I I like to think I did a better job of storytelling in terms of painting what that happily ever looked like uh, to you. Uh, every every week that picture got more and more clearer. And I got better at describing it. it, it, it it's funny. I, I think probably the best thing I've learned through all of that is to be able to ask and communicate uh, a lot quicker. Um, and yeah, just, just looking back, just you, you know, you know, just saying I got to change just isn't enough. We um, mm-hmm. go back to a lot of the the things you say in terms of lessons with your clients. You know, to find your why. Like finding that why for me was doing a better job of explaining what that happily ever after looked like for the both of us. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, when you look back, everything that we had been through could have easily broke us. Um, But I mean, we-
0: But it it made us.
1: It made us. who It made us stronger. And um, it just, it makes us so laser focused because we don't ever want to be back there. Um, and I remember one day you were just saying, you know, what is, what is your passion? Um, and for me at the time, it, it was always like nutrition and fitness. And, um, I, you guys all know my story of, you know, battling an eating disorder. Uh, and I wanted so badly to feel good again, cause that really was my passion inside. But I felt like a fraud because I, I was battling these demons but you were like, you encouraged me. You're like, go back to school for nutrition. Like, let's, let's do something with this. Um, and I don't know if you know this, but you were like the first person to like really believe in me in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, that's what made me just go back to school. I, I just, I, I never even thought about going back to school, but you're just like, do it, go back to school. <laughs> and we were scraping by, uh, for a few more years, but we were more focused. We knew what we wanted um, and really things started to change when we said no to old habits, meaning like no going out on the weekends, no going out for birthdays, no going out for clubs. And as simple as that sounded, it changed everything for us.
0: Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the more no's we said, there were profoundly more yeses that came our way, more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, the saying no actually made I feel made you and I a lot stronger as individuals. And, and again, like I said, every no opened up more opportunity for us. Which is which is uh, <laughs> which like I like to say no a lot. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, you're good. At <laughs> you know that, that. <laughs> I've had to work on that, yeah. but slowly we started to make some changes, and we really really focused on what we wanted. Um, you know, saying goodbye to like an old life and and. Um, then we just started. Like I remember have running boot camps, and then we just we we offered like a transformation challenge just to my my regular boot camp people. And
0: you, just, yeah, and you're right. I I I hear you say all that, and I, I remember it vividly because all of those things we started to do. Like even when you say it, and just hearing it again, it just brings so much happiness uh, inside of me to hear it again. Just even saying the boot camps, that first challenge we ran. Yeah. Uh, and that, that chronology of everything we had did to lead up to this point, it's it's uh, it always makes me happy to look back on it.
1: Yeah, it was it was exciting, you know, like it was scary and it was exciting. And I mean, but it would just it just felt so right. And then you, you were like, you had some great ideas or like, let's let's actually like take take our take the photos ourselves like we'll do their before photo and their after photo and like there was no big photo shoot production at the time but it still made them feel so special yep. to yep. get those after photos because you know we had transformed them like you it, know it's, we, it's funny you say,
0: say it wasn't a big photo shoot production but you know from the outside looking in it, it was a massive photo shoot mm-hmm. for everybody because we, we had rented lights look like i had a professional camera we had the white backdrop I knew how to pose them only because I was, <laughs> I was literally ripping off poses from everything I was so accustomed to back, back in the day from all the body transformation uh, uh, projects that I had done. And, you know, that fu- the, the final outcome of those images, it just, it, you yeah, know, taking a good photo always helps somebody uh, feel good about themselves. Yeah. They, was, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe I look at, I look like that. And, yeah. It's crazy what uh, what a few lights and a professional camera and a backdrop can do. Yeah. Uh, you Nor know, once upon a time, everyone thought I was a professional photographer. Yeah,
1: because you, <laughs> you were taking all of, and you were like, I just take pictures of Jenny's clients. It's the only people I take pictures of.
0: Yeah, and maybe, it was maybe true. That was good, maybe that wasn't a good response because it made me look like an exclusive photographer, yeah. which I was not.
1: <laughs> yeah, and at this time, guys, we were still living in your parent, like still living in Vince's parents' basement. Um, but we were like, just checking along. We like, I just, I remember just feeling so happy because we'd finally found something that made us just light up. And, um, as soon as we like did that first round of transformations, we started sharing them and we started telling stories. And this is sort of, this is your expertise. Like you love, you love storytelling. I've, I've learned from you and 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 um, I love telling stories now, too, but you were like, let's share these stories. And that's really when our business started to grow. We would share the transformation stories on Facebook, and then just the inquiries started coming in. Like, do you remember that? Like
0: my 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 fire was for that. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody could contain that because once we took that shot, I, I processed those images. I lined up those transformations. And that image was literally up in like less than an hour and a half. I had the story written out in my head. Uh, those images were up on Facebook, and um, you know, it, we we were one of the pioneers doing that at the time. Yeah. Through the social media, and and wow, the inquiries that the, all of the people that had reached out to you um, just as we started doing that more and more and more—that's um, I, I, crazy. I always look back at it. One of my most favorite times in my life as a as a professional it, is that moment. Yeah. Like, the, the moment to, to take those, like getting those photos and, and and posting them and and look at it and now now we are sharing that that framework to other trainers and and, and fitness professionals. that's kind of crazy.
1: yeah, we're actually teaching the framework now to other coaches. Can you believe that?
0: <laughs> no. I mean, you, even when we we circled back to that that time we started sharing sharing all the all the transformations of all the amazing people we were working with. It felt like we were doing something wrong because the client the 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 clients kept coming in and (laughs) do you remember that? Yeah (laughs) like like email after email dm after dm um i felt like we were doing something wrong didn't you it was it it was just almost too good to be true.
1: yeah i mean at the time, it was just like we were doing what we love to do, which was sharing stories. And I think we took that for granted, um, you know. With being in business for this long, it was since two thousand and twelve, right? Um, having training other strong girl coaches, and just sort of, you know, when when you do anything really good or when you do something where something comes more natural, you sort of expect that people know, and and they don't, right? So. We, we, we taught our coaches, like, that's the number one thing is, is sharing stories and sharing your clients wins. Uh, And, and now we've created an entire certification around that. It's called the strong formula certification. We launched our pilot, uh, which we're in week 10 now, Mm -hmm. and we're taking 31 trainers through, um, you know, teaching them how to take their clients through a successful body transformation, the way that we do it. So we have a nutrition component, training component, as well as marketing. We're on the marketing side of it, which is super exciting.
0: My favorite side.
1: Yeah. And, and, uh, I mean, like anything your business evolves, you will evolve as a person. And I I don't know about you, Vince, but it's like this is the perfect time that we should be doing this, like teaching others how we did it so they can be successful so they can start their own business helping people the way we helped people.
0: Yeah. I, I think if we we look at the path we were on, I mean you and I were really ready to do this a little while ago, but mm-hmm. Uh, you know everything. Everything happens at the right time. Uh, our coaches are thriving. Um, you know the the high level things we used to do in our business. Our our coach our coaches have have taken over for you. Yeah. The, like it's not was that one of our our coach Jordana was at the massive group photo shoot the other day, uh, as well as uh, as well as Marilyn for. Stepping in for both you and coach Jacqueline, like, yeah. That's, that's yeah. like three, like three, three levels of separation. Now that's, that's, mm-hmm. uh, it's so crazy to see what we've created.
1: It's so awesome. It's so awesome. And I, and I just want to go back to our story because I feel like it's, it's important because a lot of people listening in there, they are unhappy and they know they want to start something and they know they have a bigger calling. Mm -hmm. Um, and when we found this, we knew we found our life's mission, you know, um, money, which was our biggest obstacle was no longer an issue anymore because we were just doing what we loved. We were, we were helping people.
0: Yeah. And it it was when when it was, remember that it was only a few months after our wedding. Yeah. clients were coming in. (laughs) Not nonstop. It seemed like you and mm-hmm. I were working really long hours, but we were loving it. We were working side by side in our office. um And, and you remember that day? I said, "How much are we actually making now?" But yeah. We, we stopped checking, and <laughs> you you you, you, you logged on to PayPal, and, and you, you know, it took you a few minutes. You were silent for a little bit. I, I remember that day vividly, and then and then you <laughs> you said you said well, over over the last. Like it was like it wasn't even thirty days. it was a little less than thirty days. It looks like we made over twenty six thousand dollars <laughs> I, like, yeah. I i I thought you were crazy <laughs> I remember i remember we were comfortable and we weren't worrying about money, but it, like at the time, I was dreaming I was dreaming and fantasizing and wishing we would someday make ten between us um and just just you know just a few months into into our business uh. Putting in the hours we were doing, to see that twenty six, I, I I remember I moved you out of your chair so I got it, I got to double check this myself. Yeah. this wasn't this right. And then we 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 took a pause that day. I think that I think, it, looking back, I think that was our actually our first pause. Like we paused, and we celebrated. We we went for a burrito. Yeah, <laughs> a fat bastard burrito. Like yeah,
1: that was our spot. <laughs> I mean,
0: we're gonna celebrate with a burrito. <laughs> Uh, that, was, that was a big moment. It
1: was a, lot, it was a lot different than how we used to celebrate <laughs> in the club scene. Uh, and,
0: and for the point, it, was the- it, wasn't, it wasn't about the money. I just felt so aligned with what we were doing. Uh, it was a dream come true for me, putting in all the years that I did, working for other companies and the contract work we did, um, and just to do it with you on our own, our way. I, I think that's it, it it still feels a little eerie when I think about it,
1: yeah I mean it, it and it's a lot has changed since then, you know uh, you were you, you have always sort of been as mentioned before like behind the scenes, and I feel like this year and after you know taking over the magazine, which is which is a year ago like a year ago a couple weeks ago <laughs> um you've sort of stepped up and I feel like you're coming more to your own and, 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 and even being on this podcast, you know, I I hope that you come and uh, join me more frequently, (laughs) frequently.
0: I I, I love the hook there because you already (laughs) committed me to the additional podcast. We're going to do in a week (laughs) as a couple, I'm excited about it. And you're right. I I listened to your, you know, to everything you talk about in terms of imposter syndrome. I I knew throughout the year, I was feeling a lot of that. Um, me showing up more puts me in a place of, uh, I, feel, I feel good when, when I'm finally speaking yeah. for audience. Um, yeah. It's interesting. One of the things that was happening when I was behind the scenes with everything going on. And again, it's just the universe telling me it's, it's time for you to move into a different place in this business for you to help people a little more publicly. Yeah, uh, you, you felt you felt it too. I was getting a lot of anxiety, yeah. uh, a lot of short temperedness, just keeping everything behind the scenes. And, and yeah. just, <laughs> I, I apologize uh, <laughs> for, for being short all those times over the last few months. I, I not being public in terms of the business I helped create yeah. was causing me more anxiety. Yeah. And I, I, you can attest to it. Every time I uh, we were supposed to do something, it almost felt like I was I was like kind of ordering you around where it was it was time for me to to actually do the executing with you just because we're, we were in a different place We we are in a different place right now
1: yeah and you have a lot of information you have a lot to give and I always knew that um but then also just our situation you know we have two boys life is a little crazy we got a two-year-old who's Who's two, and we have a six-year-old who's awesome. But you know, two boys—they have a lot, a lot of energy, and especially the two-year-old wants mommy all the time, right? And 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 I think that you started realizing that, like, I was getting pulled in all sorts of different directions, and that this really was the perfect time for you, uh, for us, to do things together.
0: Yeah, I I I agree. I mean, I mean to see you watch launch this podcast. And, and, you know, being by your side, but to see you, you know, go into your alter ego of Coach JVB, I, maybe I've never told you over the last years, I can't tell you how inspiring it is to see that. Uh, and, and I realized with everything that was going on, um, there, there was just so much information I gathered that um, I gathered on my own that really was important uh, in the business that mm-hmm. really needed to be communicated um, through me, not you. Yeah. Um, yeah. it, it, was, it was just ta- it was just time, yeah. so- and oh. it's
1: about being authentic. We talked about this earlier today. It's about being authentic and 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 things just are more authentic from you because you've really been the one to help grow this right behind the scenes and and I, and I feel like it's just more authentic coming from you now. I know we have some major plans for like after strong formula, we're going to, we're going to launch another strong formula, by the way. So if you're a coach or a trainer and you want to get in on it, just send us a DM, let us know Um, if you want to get on the next round, we'll be launching another one, uh, another cohort in January. Um, But, but you also want to work with people on a more personal level and help them with their business. Right. So we have some pretty fun things coming down the pipelines um
0: it it is it is it is super exciting mm -hmm. (laughs) it's everything we have planned we're getting all the pieces in place and we're ready to go Uh, yeah
1: and I and I never thought we would be here but I know that like strength comes from struggle and our journey together to get here I call it finding our strong um because that's exactly what we do, and 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 it's not like life is perfect. Now we have our days. We have crazy. We just had a PD day today, <laughs> <laughs> and we decided to record this podcast. Like it's, if there's one message that I can send out, there's never a perfect time for anything,
0: right? And, and I, I absolutely agree. I think that a synopsis of everything we've accomplished together, yeah. uh, everything we created, was the worst time. <laughs> it was. It was
1: the absolute worst time, and. Um, you know, it, it it was just really about consistency and passion.
0: Yeah, I th- I think that's I think that's the big thing our unrelenting passion mm-hmm. to help other people. Uh, yeah, we we never really thought that everything we were doing was was something people needed and something people wanted. Uh, I think the interesting thing is just actually letting people know what we do, uh, the journey we've taken together to understand those needs. Um. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and 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 if you're out there right now and you're struggling, I mean, life is always going to be full of of struggles. But it, it's just the way you view them. You know, it's it's like when you overcome that struggle, there's always going to be a reason why you struggled, and it can be life's greatest
0: blessings. No, hundred percent agree. One hundred percent.
1: Well, thanks for doing this first podcast with me. I hope it's a first of many more to come.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm excited. And you've, you've committed me already. So.
1: I'll start planning. I'll start scheduling you. <laughs> thank you. Anyway, thanks so much. And I'll see you downstairs. Bye. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you, and I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend, or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our strong fitness magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my strong girl three discount code to save guys. I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer van Barnabal pay. Take care and stay strong.